Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Friends, welcome. Pro-Life Leader Frank Pavone here, National Director of Priests for Life, joining you for a time of prayer and meditation on the Scriptures. Great to have you with us. Feel free to leave your own prayer intentions in the comments. We all want to pray for each other, as usual, during this time. Let's go into the presence of the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, we ask you today, keep us focused. You are the most important relationship in our lives, not anybody else. And we ask you to keep us faithful to you today, in our thoughts, in our words, in what we do, in what we don't do, all our decisions, all our desires. Lord God, we, uh, we uh, ask your forgiveness for any of our sins that have been committed either by thought, word, deed, or omission, things we should have done that we failed to do, forgive us for having offended you. Lead us in a new path today, the way of life, the way of Christ, the path to which we are already committed, from a, but aside from which we, we fall, we divert. Today we come back with even greater fervor. And Lord, we know that this includes welcoming the child who is a symbol of your kingdom, welcoming the little, littlest child, serving and defending the unborn. Help us to do that today, Lord God. Because unless we can get it right when it comes to the basic right to life of the most vulnerable people, we can't get it right on anything else. Bless us, Lord, and lead us to a culture of life through Christ our Lord. Amen. I want to share with you the Gospel reading today from the Gospel of St. Luke. An argument arose among the disciples about which of them was the greatest. Jesus realized the intention of their hearts and took a child and placed it by his side and said to them, Whoever receives this child in my name receives me, and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. For the one who is least among all of you is the one who is the greatest. Then John said in reply, Master, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we tried to prevent him, because he does not follow in our company. And Jesus said to him, Do not prevent him, for whoever is not against you is for you. I've counseled a lot of people who were tempted to have abortions, we're considering abortions. How do you think they're, if they're people of faith, their thinking would change if it were Jesus they were carrying in their womb? Or someone that you know who is pregnant, that you might be able to advise or help, what would you do if by some circumstance it were Jesus they were carrying in their womb. Essentially, Jesus tells us in this gospel passage today, you can say that. 
Listen to what he says. Take it to heart. Whoever receives this child in my name receives me. Receives me. Connects, of course, with Matthew 25. Whatsoever you do to the least of my brothers and sisters, you do to me. If we want to conduct this pro-life effort in a way that is consistent with the Christian gospel, we've got to consider that it's Jesus in the womb. That every abortion is dismembering Jesus Christ. In fact, John Paul II tells us in his encyclical, The Gospel of Life, that an attack on human life is an attack on God, that a rejection of even a single human life is a rejection of Christ. This is where the gospel leads us in our pro-life convictions. It is Jesus in the womb. He took a child. Welcome the child, he says. That's what the pro-life attitude is all about. We don't create children, we don't demand them, and we don't discard them. We welcome them as a gift from God. God created them, and God chose them. We think we have the power to choose or not to choose. In, in, in one sense, we do. Of, of obviously, how do we respond to the child? But we think we have the authority to put those things on an equal footing. Well, you know, it's up to our choice. If we reject the child, well, that's what we choose to do. No, we're not free to reject the child and claim that we're accepting Christ. That's why those who take a pro-choice view and those who take actions that, that promote abortion, those like the president right now, Biden, like Pelosi, like other Catholics, other Christians for that matter, it's not just about being Catholic, other Christians in public office, they present themselves as followers of Christ and rejectors of the child. This gospel tells us you can't do that. You can't do that. Whoever receives this child receives me. What does that mean? That also means whoever rejects this child rejects me. The one who is least is greatest in the kingdom. Isn't it amazing how the other side argues? Well, the baby in the womb in the early stages is too dependent. The baby can't survive outside the womb. What kind of argument is that for killing the child? If the baby can't survive outside the womb, that's an argument for keeping the baby in the womb. The least is the greatest in the kingdom of God. The gospel of Jesus Christ turns the thinking of the world upside down, inside out. The least is the greatest. That small vulnerable child demands the most protection, the most attention. The most priority. Some people put their priority on only on people who can pay them back with votes, with money, with pop popularity, with access. Good deeds are not supposed to be a form of bribery. We do good deeds not because the person we're helping is going to pay us back. Jesus said when you, when you, when you throw a banquet, we read in the, in the Gospel of Luke, Invite those who cannot repay you, the poor, the lame, the beggars. Invite them. You should be happy that they cannot repay you. You'll be repaid in the resurrection of the just. We should be happy that the unborn cannot repay us. The pro-life work is the most unselfish kind of work 
among any kind of work in service to human beings or promotion and defense of human rights. The most unselfish. And we don't get praise for defending the unborn, we get ridicule. In fact, as I've always said, defend the unborn, you'll be treated like them. You'll be despised, neglected, rejected, canceled. Defend the unborn, you'll be treated like the unborn. Let's live these words of Jesus. We receive the child, we receive him. Let's pray. Jesus, first of all, we ask you to bless all the intentions of all our, our viewers right now, the prayer needs that have been expressed and those that they hold in their hearts. Lord Jesus, you know them all and you are capable of answering them all. We throw ourselves again at the feet of your cross, the power of your blood, the throne of your mercy, to receive grace and the answer to all our prayers. Jesus, we ask you to bless the children in the womb. You've identified yourself with them. You've identified them as the greatest among us because they are the least. They are the most defenseless. They are the smallest. They don't even know the danger they're in and they don't even know yet how to pray. May we see you in them and may we treat every unborn child as if he or she were you. Lord Jesus, bless the efforts of the pro-life movement, the advocates, the activists, the prayers, the legislators, all who are trying from each of their respective positions in society to restore the rights of these children. Lord, we thank you for the progress that has been made. We thank you for the work that yet has to be done, and we thank you for the confidence you give us that we will be victorious. Now we pray as you taught us, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. We pray to our Heavenly Mother, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Friends, it's a joy to have you with me. Thanks a lot for taking the time. Spread the word to others. Share this video. Invite others to come in to our online community. And could I also ask you to support our work? We need your help more than ever. The other side, yeah, they get their government grants, tens of millions of dollars. We depend on people like you. We've got more people than the other side does. Let's show it by making sure that uh, the money being spent to save babies in this country exceeds the money being spent to kill them. Right now it doesn't. More money is being spent to kill these babies than to save them. Let's change that. Give to us at ProLifeGift.org. That's ProLifeGift.org. Continue to support us. We'll continue doing this work. God bless you. Talk to you soon. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. 
To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.